0: Well, well, well—that is how Bears-Packer games go. Fourth quarter collapse. That's how the season's gone too. Bears lose. Aaron Rodgers gets a win. CHGO Bears post-game show. Welcome in. We are presented by DraftKings. Use code CHGO. Just look at how happy Greg Braggs is. Look at him. He's so happy. He's not though. He's no, he's he's, he's not. The, he's the so happy. What is your
1: mic? your mic he's your so mic happy that i have actually so screwed up the shot i gotta raise it up here so we can see his dumb face <laughs>
0: yeah that is, a, that, that is a lot of the uh, crazy foco
2: sweater and not see enough these of two thumbs they equal the second pick in the draft ladies and gentlemen <laughs> yes i am completely fine with the outcome everybody in here quit crying
3: no one's crying uh, for the record Although I might start to cry, some I'm, crying. I'm, I'm a, uh, actually Kevin's <laughs> crying, and I'm kind Kevin, of not. And Kevin I'm,
2: took it the hardest. I'm it. Kev, Kevin Kev took this, I respect this game pretty it. I I, Oh my god, it. he I'm was not so upset. Shaming <laughs> Bears fans for their DNA. I'm just like don't this, shame me. He was I'm coming with logic. The meatball.
1: Everything. finally yeah,
2: but, has some logic. Okay, can we?
0: I want to. I want to set a ground rule right now. Once again, nobody is debating that losing is probably better for the long term. And that it is probably a good thing to see the Bears' record now. The Packers are two games better than the Bears' Can't record-wise. Wise. It'd be pretty hard for the Packers to have a better draft pick than the Bears at this point. Correct. No question, that's a good thing. I still think the how matters. The how they lose. I, I everybody's celebrating yeah. Tank win. You're not going to
2: lose Bryce, perfectly. They get- 14 times in a season. But this is what I'm saying. They've lost perfectly a few times this year. You're not going to lose perfectly 14 times this forget, year. Forget about losing perfectly. You, for the zillionth
3: time this year, had a chance in the fourth quarter to win the football game and you lost it. It's not. You cannot you can't look at that you as positive. Can't, you cannot put roses on a on a turd for the zillion time on that. I and I'm not going to say that it was Justin Fields fault because I think that Equiminius St. Brown did not run a great route, but your quarterback who we all believe in, who I believe in, throwing an interception and then throwing another one in the fourth quarter I'm sorry that that's not something that 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 I can sit here right now and celebrate and and not just underline. This is why he needs to play. These experiences have to happen. He has not mastered the part of throwing the football. He had, he had his best day throwing it twenty at twenty five, and we'll get the fields guy in a second. But I still don't think when you have a chance to win and you looked at me like I was crazy when like oh here he, here it comes. I'm like here what comes like here exactly what we saw is going to come. They have had their opportunities and they just have not. done It and that's not great. I'm sorry, it just isn't.
1: What's the record now in the fourth quarter? We had that stat a couple weeks ago. Well, it was like one in seven, oh, and seven or something like that. Seven chances to win. Is it now eight? Is it right? What's
2: and when yes, and they've had seven or eight games that they could have won and lost at the end, most of which they had a lead lead in at some point. The
3: players are not trying to tank, they're trying to win. This is what's happening. They are not trying
2: to tank,
0: the The, coaches are too, right? That too, like. I'm willing to even grant you that well, we th- we th- most of these players aren't going to be here.
1: We think the coaches aren't trying to tank.
0: The, some we'll of the coaching that. in that game was – Luke
2: Getze had an awful day because, to me, on the third down play, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a bunch today, but on the third and five, when the Bears settle for a field goal to take the lead – How they do not throw that ball there and give your franchise quarterback a chance to win the game and make a play himself is inexcusable. He did it in the Giants game where they punted on fourth and two and then waited to get the ball back. Velas eventually fumbled. They lose the Giants game. It's more than a few times he has not put the ball in the hands of your best player to make a play, either fail or succeed. He hasn't done that. And then on the final drive when the Bears, or, you know, the final deciding drive for Justin Fields when they're going down to try to either kick a field goal or score a touchdown to win the game, they get within scoring range. They're crossing midfield, and all they really have to, they don't, they don't, pass it on third and five, and then when they get in a situation where they're getting to the two-minute warning or under two minutes and they just need to run the ball and get into field goal range, milk the clock so Rodgers doesn't have a chance to beat you, they pass it, and Justin Fields throws an interception. You know, it's a a bad ball, but it's also not a great route by St. Brown. You know, I mean, so Luke Getzey didn't have a great day. He also needs to develop, too. I I get it. It's not pretty. You're not going to, like, say those moments are great, but at the same time, they've lost eight close games because they have a talent deficiency. You're always going to be on the wrong side of a close game when you have this big of a talent gap, and when you they were when supposed, you add that talent gap, you will then be on the right side of it. The right. Eagles are a great example of this of just completely flipping the script. Now they can't be beaten because they mm-hmm. they put a huge influx of talent on that team, and now they cannot be beaten. Let's get that talent here, and we will start being on the right side of most of these eight close games.
0: Welcome to the CHO Bears post game. Uh, this, we are fired up. We are ready to go. Adam Hogue, Mark Harmon, and Greg Braggs, who is obviously taking Luke Getze in uh, a blame game today, apparently. Uh, but let's start with your field's guide. Uh, give me give me 30 seconds. Right, well, we do have a super chat from Austin Cole, and we'll look, get to our field's yeah, guide. Uh, Getze, awesome. situational play calling equals... Dookie?
1: not dookie. 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 That means poop. That
3: would be the old number, two. Uh he uh, I was like, "Am I reading that right? I just don't." The we he, the third and five was bothersome, but let's just go back to earlier in the game. Just let's have a basic understanding of things. Correct me if I'm wrong. Justin Fields has a separated shoulder. Mm-hmm. All right, he had torn ligaments. He had a he, he 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 didn't play last week. Right, all that happened. It's third and one. It's in the first quarter. You're running a quarterback sneak?
0: Yeah, I didn't like that What either. are you doing, dude? Yeah, I didn't like that either.
3: What – are we paying attention to the franchise? You're – that is I – don't, I don't get it. That is, that's unbelievable to me. Hand the ball off to your running back, and he'll
0: either get it or he
3: won't. Winning
0: doesn't matter. Yeah. Or it, run the one they ran earlier with Cole Komet. Didn't Cole Komet have a quarterback sneak or Literally anything. Yeah. That is that, – that play call, it's like, are we –
3: and then it, it also – there was a couple of design runs and and okay fine i get it but like dude a quarterback sneak come on man come on man we're, we're, that that's just i mean imagine if you got hurt on that like you get oh, now he what comes out of
0: the yeah. p- the pile and, up and, and he's, th- he's grabbing his left shoulder i mean what are you doing i agree with you all right let's get to our fields guy presented by green ridge farm had some green ridge farm at the tailgate today jalapeno cheddar oh so good so good. Check them out. Uh, Justin Fields. Look, this, this was actually a good passing game. This is I, 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 the, the interceptions at the end of the game suck. They are part of the equation. We will talk about it all.
2: Just the first one,
0: more but, so than the second. Um, I honestly haven't even seen a replay of the second one yet. But, look, he was throwing the ball today. He had some dimes downfield. He was going through his progressions. I think this was a good quarterback day. For Justin Fields, he finishes 20 for 25. Uh, I'm sorry, can you throw the graphic back up there? I didn't read it up. Sure, sure, po- sure, sure. I, I haven't sure, gotten through it's it. It's such the, a beautiful graphic. Uh, pod- yeah,
1: I mean, look at how he he's given us that beautiful pose. Are yeah. you not entertained? That's, you know, his Chris Angel pose.
0: 254 yards. Guys, that's more in the passing yards department than uh, typically he's had this season. I think that's most. A season high. We yeah. said
3: that on the pregame.
0: And then uh, rushing, he had 71 rushing yards Almost all of which came on his 56 yard touchdown run.
3: Gail Sayers.
2: Um, First quarterback ever to have three 50 plus yard rushing touchdowns in the history of the NFL for their career. That's Not crazy. for a season. That's crazy. Which he did in one season, but for any player in the history of the NFL. Mike Vick, Lamar Jackson, none of them. Justin Kaepernick. Fields, most 50 yard touchdown rushes ever.
1: Randall Cunningham. This Randall is
2: Cunningham. Why I don't want to. He,
0: this is why I don't want to like waste these moments.
2: It's not because, a waste.
0: But here's the, just the reality: he's not going to have that top-end third gear speed or whatever you want to call it. That's true. Forever. That's true. You know, he, health or not, he's just it's just it's, it's going to go away well, at some point. No and it's, and so it's just, <laughs> to, to, to that point. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm not saying his running ability. I'm saying when he breaks in the clear, you know he's gone. Gone. Because those DBs can't
1: catch him. That top end gear is not always going to yeah, be reached, there. He uh, reached a twenty point one five miles per hour today. I believe that's the it's the most twenty plus yard mile per hour, or twenty plus mile per hour rushes since twenty eighteen. I yeah. believe. Yeah, he's, he'll
2: have it for at least the next four years, Adam. Let's hope. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just. I,
0: I think the most important thing was his growth as a passer today, and I think it sucks that it didn't come through in the fourth quarter. I didn't think the play calling helped him at times. Like he it's it's almost like the let Russ Cook thing. Like there's moments in that game where he's just he's fourteen to sixteen, he's hitting all his receivers, and then you're running on third and five. Now, I the only thing is maybe there's a check in there and he's reading the box and he checked to a run. They have run the ball on third and medium a lot this season, which has been frustrating at times. But man, it just seemed like if a missed it was opportunity. A che-
2: it's a bad check. Well, it, but it, if it's but it not, might not it's be based on their rules.
0: Calls. You know what I mean? Like if he read the box and checked to run because that's what they Then they, they, they need him. to get
2: into the situational. And, I agree. Then say, don't run one of those plays. Yeah. Do not. You're more. We're, we're throwing it no matter what.
3: I, I'm still hung up on the interception. I mean, the St. Brown, it looks like he's trying to stop for eight miles and it's not a good route. Comets wide open on the play. You're moving down the field. To your point, to Braggs, like on the ball. You at that point, you are in control. You can you're you're you can start winding a little bit of clock. Going to a strength in David Montgomery, you could have done that too. But like, I, I there's there there is a, and I'm not listen. I think it's very clear that Justin has the talent to do it, and that ultimately. Eventually, I will bet on the fact that he will do it as far as like sitting back, throw the football, lead the Bears to wins in the fourth quarter. But uh, and I get we all get that it's way better for the Bears to be sitting comfortably in that two spot as uh, they go into the bye, and we'll see what the final four weeks bring. But I, I, it's in the moment, it's it was disappointing to see it happen once again. Period. End of story. And I, and even, even the last pick, I would just, like, come on, man, let, let, like, get in the end zone and, like, let's have a fighting chance and, yeah. and, and do an onside kick. I would have liked to have seen that it didn't happen.
2: Yeah, I don't disagree. And for all my actively rooting for this number two pick, I'm not rooting against Justin Fields' success or rooting for the Bears' failure. If Justin Fields is going to do something dynamic and win a game with his arm or his legs in the clutch moments, I'm not going to fight it. It's gonna annoy me, but I'm not gonna fight. I'd be totally happy for him doing it. But at the same time, it's it I it doesn't worry me about whether or not he's going to be capable of it moving forward. Jalen Hurts looked like a flawed quarterback last year. Now he has all the time in the world in the pocket. He has all these receivers he, he, at his dis- he, he, display. He's just throwing it up to AJ Brown. Touchdown time. They're eleven and one. Get this dude talent, and they will roll teams. They will roll teams.
0: Let's get the super chat here from Austin. Uh, $5. Appreciate you, Austin. Field. Great to see you today, Austin. Yeah, and he got the uh, the Foco. Uh, Foco hoodie, too. What Congrats, up, Austin? Austin. Fields Thanks. has two bad throws. One he throws behind Claypool on a screen. The other is his first INT. Otherwise, he balled out. I guess I got to rewatch the second interception. Why, why was that not on him?
2: Well, I just is it just the situation. Yeah, yeah I, I, the game. I mean, it's a. Yeah, it's I, I don't because
0: I would disagree on the situation.
3: I, you need I, a field goal there. I I don't think Austin's right about the second interception. That's that is very much I think on on fields, but
0: situationally you have to score twice. You got to know right there that you cannot throw a pick. You have to just get your team in, in field goal range. You kick a field goal, then you do an outside kick. It's your only chance of winning. Agreed. Yeah.
2: I'm just more... The, the, w- well, the first pick's more the, egregious because of the situation. The
0: biggest thing that bothered me on the
3: final drive was the timeout by the, by Matt Eberflus. You, you get a first down. You've got three timeouts. The ball is across midfield, and you burn a timeout, so now you only have two. Dude, you need all three of your timeouts. You... You are going to score, you are going to do an onside kick, you may or may not get it, you most likely are not going to get it, then you have your three timeouts, you call each three of them, because your defense all of a sudden stops the Packers, which of course wasn't going to happen, but that's how you would normally play a football game, then you get the ball back. Fields has got to run up there, spike the ball, and, and, and get in the field goal range, and or if you want to go all the way down and try to score a touchdown, you can't call a timeout there. Just, that's, not, that's not understanding game situation, that's a first year head coach.
0: Well, and that's where I have concerns. Like, you you haven't been in these situations, but I don't get it. Like, we're sitting right here. I know, but, but this is what I'm talking about. So, this is why these games still matter. Everyone's like, just lose, just lose, just lose. And it's like, so we're just going to get to week three next year when the team might be better, and then they're going to be in a tight game against the Packers again, and then, like, are we going to know if, if Maddie Reflues and Luke you know how to handle this?
3: Right. I, right, I mean, it's
0: serious. Like, I, so you. Got-
3: I got it. Like, exactly. The games matter, and and it matters that it's. I mean, it's, you can't play fields if he's hurt. But who knows what they did to get him on the field today? But we did not see any signs of him being hurt. None.
0: Yeah, which is why I don't have a problem I mean, with him playing, but, and, and which okay, is which, yeah.
3: which is why he needs he needs to play. Okay, I mean, but he needs to play. Yeah.
0: So situation.
3: <laughs> The Duke
1: with a $199.99 yeah. Super Chat. 199 dollars from the Duke, our guy. This week and next week's contribution. Thank you, Duke. He knows there's a bye week. He's hooking us up. Winning this game today continues a cycle of winning in a lost year with a new coach followed by years of Packers beating us. This breaks the cycle. Fields grew. We keep a high draft pick in a QB-rich draft and can get a haul. Today's a big win. You Your could, thoughts? That,
3: that, If you want to go completely glass half full, that's it, and that's where he's at, and and love you, Duke, and you can make the argument that Justin Fields did not have to have that fourth quarter drive for the today for him to be able to do it next year. That's all that you could absolutely say that right. They, I mean, I but what I was hoping for though was that they went down, scored a touchdown with 38 seconds left. If we're talking about the tank and then the back the, the, the defense just didn't hold Aaron and we lost by one. I would have much rather seen that than what happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I I'm I'm uh I, I, I gotta say, I thought this I th- I what did I end up picking this one? 27, 24, or something like that. But that was kind of before we even knew Fields was gonna play when I submitted that. Um I, I, this is a team that before Fields got hurt was averaging thirty plus points per game. You know I don't I don't like they stalled out at, at nineteen, right? That was the final score. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, uh, they scored three points in the second half. The Packers outscored the Bears twenty-five to three. After the Bears took a sixteen to three lead, it, it, yeah. I, I don't like that. I I, I mm-hmm. mean it's, to Agreed. me, that's not. It's it, it's only a win in the sense that the Bears kept their draft positioning and that there was. Mostly a good day, and there was some growth from Fields throwing the ball, but but as a whole, I'm with you. Like I would have much rather see one more touchdown drive. Like they did not score a touchdown in the second half of this football game,
1: right? It,
3: and the and the and the touchdown that they scored earlier, by the way, like okay, one of them is on a, a Fields miracle, right? I mean on. Which is not a miracle yeah. for him, but, like, Fields, Fields, ridiculous. So it's not like a methodical drive that you can actually rely on, that you, that you can really plan, and this is how it's going to happen. You can't, you, I mean, sure, he's going to do that stuff, and that's why he's elite, and that's why we love him. But, like, you want to see the offense methodically go down the field and know they can do it. They, they, they have not hit it yet. They okay, just so, haven't.
2: So the answer is they still have a long way to go in situational football. Luke Getze, Matt Iberflus maybe with his timeouts, Did I you Justin Fields. No was situational, you know, in the clutch moments, you know, just taking the game over by himself. But the reason I'll just continue to be optimistic, Matt Eberflus has a defense that has a ton of holes, zero pass rush, playing great defense. Eddie Jackson's out for the year. Josh Blackwell is out there making plays. He was phenomenal. Phenomenal. So the secondary was balling for most of the game until the end. The offense has put up points in a lot of these games. At one point, they were putting up 30 points a game for like six straight games. They beat the brakes off New England. In New England, out-coached Bill Belichick. You know, Justin Fields has developed. You have to give the coaching staff, as much as Justin Fields is doing a lot of this stuff on his own, the coaching staff does deserve credit for unlocking that with Justin Fields. This is a team effort. I understand Justin gets the most of the credit for that, but these are the positives to take away. Yes, situational football is still yet to be determined, but I'm not going to say because of their failures this year that that equals failures of next year. You can learn from your failures, and sometimes you learn better from your failures than success that is, you know, luck at times, or however you want to say it, even if it isn't luck. You can learn from your failures just as much as your success. So that's just where I stand on it. I just, I refuse to be... Negative about this team going. I believe they are going to be a really fun team next year. Right. We just because have that a,
0: second overall pick, they're going to be able to draft
2: all ten of their holes with it. Well, they, they have a ton of money and that number two pick. What's going on? And that number, what's going on behind me? I'm scared. Staley's gonna no, attack not, me. That's all good.
1: We just have you know someone living a their bear life. Bear is us. gonna uh, attack me for not being. You know, I should what, have brought the bear suit today. What's, it what's going, been really warm? What, what, it's not. Oh my god,
0: I'm. So, it's not. Oh no one. You don't have to be mad that they lost the game. It's everything else. I'm just looking for other answers. Let's, right. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate to break it to you, now they have a kicker question. Where the oh, hell did no. that come from? Yeah. They're creating more questions than they are answers. Let's, that's the issue. I'm glad they're going to have this magical number two overall pick that fixes everything. Maybe. But that's the reality is it's not. They still have to get more answers. Oh, I
2: get it. Their coaches the coaches are creating more questions than answers right now. I disagree. I think the way they've had look this defense has so many holes and they played really well today. How you you your expectations can only go so? They gave so far. up twenty-five out of the last twenty-eight points. They did not play well.
3: Gregory, I I recommend that you hold your position here. But you you you, not you, off. you 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 would agree that Luke Getzey didn't have a great game today, correct? Luke Getzy did not have a okay. Great did game you today. did the fluce have a good game today? But at
2: the same time, if you're gonna say Justin Fields had a great his best passing day of the year, Luke Getzey also is a so part what, of that what, credit. So what, what, only what? Only when Justin Fields well, does great things, well, Luke Getzey gets none. Oh, of the credit okay, okay, that's it's a fair just that's a, that's
3: Fields. a that's a fair point that that Getzy gets some credit to Fields as. Best day, which by the way,
2: I'm not sure it
0: was his best day. By
2: the they way, they ran it, it less because the one was just a 55 yard run, and then after that, it's not like they were running him like crazy.
3: N- numbers wise, it was his best day. It was the most yards that he's thrown for. Which, by the way, if we're if we're talking about that, the most yards that he's thrown for. What do you have today? 250 what? 256. 254. Two fi- 254. 254 is the most that they've had all year. That's not enough. We all know that. We all agree on that, right? So if we're if we're looking, f- that's that could be possibly something that to factor in as far as how Luke Getzey is get, getting credit or not getting credit for developing the quarterback. Uh, Floos, they
0: also didn't run the ball that well. Today. Yeah, and
3: and and and, Despite- it just, and it doesn't. Let me just say this: it doesn't matter uh, overall in the grand scheme of things, but. Green Bay now has 787 wins the Bears have 786. Green Bay has now beaten the Pack the Green Bay has now beaten the Bears 8 consecutive times. And that game did it not feel like a Bears win for a large part of it?
2: Yeah. I'm I'm uh, honestly uh, shocked uh, that yeah. it ended up turning.
3: Yeah. And they, right, it felt like they were going to win and they lost
2: because they collapsed again. Right.
0: Which is a problem.
3: And
2: then not
0: bothersome. Are they, What's did the they text co- I read you right before the show? My Uncle Tom from Phillips, Wisconsin, by the way. Shout out to the Northwoods. Texting, how can the Packers play so poorly and still win? And Thank you, Chicago. And, and how can Adam... Because Hul- the Bears I was, collapsed.
2: I was shocked the Bears lost to the Lions. I was shocked the Bears lost to the Falcons. I was shocked that the Bears lost to the Dolphins. I mean, those were games the Bears played well in. I was shocked the Bears lost to Washington at the end. They easily could have won. Yeah. But at the same time, I also accept the fact that this team has such a huge talent deficiency that they're going to lose these games. Right.
0: right but, but, Brags,
2: um, I don't know that they had
0: that much of a talent deficiency today.
2: Like, the pack.
0: Did you see the Packers? Yeah. That team's not good.
2: Rodgers does not look
0: You're very good. You are up 16 to 3. And it felt like that was going to be a game where they could win by twenty plus points. Same thing against the Lions a few weeks ago. A game that they were they should have probably been running away with it. And what did I say to you, Carm? It's probably in Carm's notes, so apologize for jumping the gun. But when the, when the Packers had 10 points late in the third quarter, I go, huh, this is how many the Lions had a few weeks ago yeah. at this exact point in the game. It, it is, and then they did the exact same
3: thing. It, it is in the notes, but uh, we can jump ahead. At 19-10, I, I, Hogue said, this is, this is the time that I'm going to go bet the Green Bay Packers. And you went and bet the Green Bay Packers, and Hogue's walking out of here with some extra money today because he <laughs> bet the Packers with the Bears up 19-10. In essence, knowing that the Bears were going to bear.
0: 275, I Plus two seventy five. Plus
3: two seventy five. Congratulations! That's a good job. Thank you. That uh, was there. and and so meanwhile I'm sitting there like hey, still having conversations with him and he's and he's like on his phone. And I'm like, oh, he's actually doing it and he's not listening at all and he's getting this bet in <laughs> like he is completely committed <laughs> to making some or taking the risk that the Bears are not going to hold this knowing what I, I didn't know at the time. I thought I thought the Bears were going to win the football game in 1910. Yeah. I really
2: did. The Packers did not look interested. Um, Rodgers, in particular, looked like he was sick of playing in the cold. Looks like he had no interest to be, you know, playing, you know, for the Packers anymore. I mean, I personally think he's ready to retire. I know I've said it time and again, and nobody believes me. And Carmi V is going to continue to laugh at my take on this. And we'll just have to see when the offseason comes around. But I just see a guy that doesn't care about the football machine anymore. He doesn't want to be out there in the cold. He doesn't want to compete. He doesn't want to. You know, I mean, obviously beating the Bears, he's always going to enjoy doing that. It's not that hard. I was say, was a lot of fun today in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, well, I mean, handed end of rounds to go to the house, good for you. But it's not like Rodgers really did anything today that he can, you know – no, the, you know, fourth, down, the, the fourth down out. throw
3: was a big time play
2: Fourth down throw was a big time play and there was also no pass rush like we were joking that's you, true you he made could. the comment how long can if, if Rodgers just never threw the ball how many seconds would it take for our defensive line to actually reach the quarterback and we came to the conclusion that they might just have to like take a knee and take a breather after 18 seconds of trying because they're not gonna get
3: that I, yeah that was I mean I, I was wondering like how long would it take for the Bears to actually touch him? If it was just like, if we were just playing, touch the quarterback,
2: and that's what I mean. It's like okay, there's a situational moment. You want to see the Bears succeed, Matt Eberflus. You know this is a situation where you got to get the Bears a stop there. It's fourth and three. It's before halftime. If you don't give up a touchdown, the Bears could win the game. Well, the pass rush is non-existent all year, and Rodgers has 18 seconds to look back and find Christian Watson in the end zone. I mean, I'm not going to blame Matt Eberflus for that. I'm not even going to blame this piss poor defense. They don't have enough tools. Ryan Poles is build. It's a rebuild. That's what it is. It's been a rebuild uh, since right. camp.
3: It's. I, I agree with you in that it's. It, it would be very hard to look at Allen Williams and be like, "What are you doing, Bears defensive coordinator?" Well, he, he. What can he do? Literally, what can he do? I. The Bears secondary today for everyone missing. They. They. They was, play their ass off.
0: Yeah, I was surprised uh, most of that game. Got a, Obviously didn't do enough uh, down the stretch. I don't think the Bears registered a quarterback hit
2: and that's the other in point the to, game.
3: For the zillionth time. And
2: that's the other point, too. William Kane says it in the chat. You said it, Adam. You know, now Cairo Santos becomes a problem. He misses an extra point. He misses a field goal. <laughs> you know, Justin Fields puts you in those positions. If Cairo does his job. Then does Justin fail on the interception to win the game, or is the complexion of that game different? That's and the Packers don't necessarily th- take the lead with they would have had to get a touchdown to take the
3: th- lead. Th- that's all true, and he was. But then you're in the situation where you're down one, and what happened we happened. You,
4: yeah. What happened happened, which
2: was, I mean. Can't wipe that away. I get it. Uh,
3: the, the the thing that I wanted to have happen all year was like those situations make him play in the fourth quarter with it all on the line, it's real actual game pressure, which is exactly what happened today against the against your bitter rival in December at home. So they're all great learning opportunities. I'm, sh- I'm and I have no doubt that he will learn from them, but I don't. It's also like, I don't think we could just sit here and like celebrate. That
0: was freaking awesome. <laughs> you
3: know?
2: Yeah.
0: No, I mean, and, and that's where, I don't know. I, I, I think sometimes like I just, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm able to separate the two. Both like, things you can might be... Al-
2: you might be elite at that. You might be the best at separating the Both two. Both things can be true is the statement. They can right? be.
0: Yeah. I, I. It's great that when... the I even said it as I got up off our uh, comfy couch over there and, and I saw the records displayed on the screen. I go, oh, that's actually probably a really good thing that the Bears are not right. going to have a worse pick than the Packers. they had one, they moved to 10. But to me, that's completely separate than everything that played out in that football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and... It, and, and you can still look at the football game and see and, and, and line up questions versus answers, right? And so even if it just comes to fields, answers. Really like how he is evolving as a quarterback. Like I really do. He, from, in a passing, from a passing perspective, he is 100% getting better. He's throwing downfield absolute dimes. Love that. Love that. Like, he's really getting better as a quarterback. There's no question about it. Anybody saying he can't throw, I said you were an idiot a few weeks ago. Double-triple double, tri- double triple down on that now. He clearly can throw. He clearly can be a passer. You're not watching the games if you're denying that at this point. But another question, can he still close it out in the fourth quarter? Like, that's just an open-ended thing. He, that You know, you need to see it. and. At least in the past, we weren't getting interceptions down the stretch. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. That's how the Falcons game ended a couple weeks ago too. But, um, yeah, it's it's just it's not something I'm worried about completely, but it is an open ended question that will have to be answered next season. Hundred percent.
3: Who who did he complete the bomb to? To EQ right?
2: Um, Yes, the two bombs. You had one to EQ and, and one to N-Kill. One, one to Harry.
3: Harry. Right. The, the Harry one was good. The one to EQ, and we talked – it was in the second quarter. We talked oh. about it in our halftime video. I mean, seriously, how many times can you remember a Bear quarterback hitting a Bears receiver in stride on a bomb that just looks that beautiful? To a
2: sixth wide receiver on most teams' depth chart.
3: Right. And he, he, he did it. Uh, it wasn't – Perfect, perfect, but it was like a 9.6 out of 10 on uh, not having to break stride. And that's where, like, I personally get super excited with the quarterback. That's right. In stride, I could put it 50, 60 yards down the field and and see what's going on and nail you. And he did it today. And then he, and okay, by the way, Nikhil Harry, sweet move. Um, I'm going to throw it up to you, too. That's going to be a completion. There, I mean, Justin had great moments today. Fantastic moments. Just didn't happen in the fourth quarter.
0: And I and I'm really again, I'm not that worried about it. Like I think that'll Me come. Me neither. I really do think that'll come. But um it's but it's the it's again, it's it's not like that phrase learning how to win doesn't need to be taken literally. It doesn't literally have to be a W at the end of the day. It just don't have games where it looks like you collapsed, right? As a team, and it's as a team. It's not just the defense. You scored three points in the second half.
3: Learning and tanking, tanking and learning <laughs> the biz. We'll get there next year. See, uh, now
0: that's a song I would memorize the lyrics for. <laughs> unlike the it's, Super Bowl, it's not, show. A,
3: it's not a tough one. Monday morning, I'll be I'll be singing it tomorrow morning on my way to. Yell at Braggs on Fox 32, Learning and Tanking.
0: (laughs) They they do have to learn. Learning. Uh, Real quick, put your Shady Rays on and uh, sing Learning and Tanking. It's a great song. You should get into it. Uh, Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, and they set out to change it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity. Substantial durability and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle Was driving down on the tailgate this morning. It was cold, but it was also really sunny out, which is nice. I hate these cold days in the winter where it's not even sunny. So the sun was out this morning. It was blaring into the car and my Shady Rays on. We were all good.
3: Shout out to everybody who came to the tailgate and shout out to Shady
0: Rays all at the same time. They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one... They told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. And even with that strong of a protection program, they still have quality kick-ass sunglasses for you. And their customers agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. And Shady Race provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America. With every order placed, they've donated over 20 million meals to date. This is exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at shadyrays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades.
3: What what I, I was laughing at Cardiac Cats uh chat. I want to know what they learned because it's the same thing every week. We can't close games against any team. It's a fair point Cardiac. It's a, it it you're you're not you're not you speak truth, because uh, th- at this point, where well, they should have learned this one, but I don't know what did they learn today. He he got to throw the ball more in the fourth quarter. I, that's that's I, I consider that to be at least a learning teaching something moment. The Comet Energy Efficiency Program is also learning, and they are committed to helping <laughs> families and businesses. Actually, they don't need to learn anymore; they know what the hell they're doing. Uh, and business they uh, they offer you a free facility assessment. This is going to help you find energy saving opportunities lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, industrial processes. They will send out an authorized engineer. They're going to work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. It can be done in person, or if you don't want it to be done in person, they'll do it virtually. Bottom line is that they're going to save you money. So this is what you got to do can get started by reaching out to them for their energy saving tips by either doing one of two things. Calling 855-433-2700. Actually, one of three things. Or you can go to their website, comed.com forward slash poweringbiz if you want to check this out further. Comed.com forward slash poweringbiz. Again, you're going to save money and you're going to save the world some energy. Win-win. Love it. And you want to go any further, a little more personal touch, straight to an email: business E. business E-E at comed dot com. Get yourself your Comed facility assessment. Start saving yourself some dough
1: in the energy world. Uh, just a quick note: Sang Ray once again is telling us that we need to fire Flus for for uh, Sean Payton. I think that's his agent. Is that his agent? It might be. Okay. It might be. Thanks. Thanks again, Sam. That's
2: what I'm you know, and I know you you preface it by saying you're not necessarily worried. It's just concerning and it's still a question mark, but it's just like that's where the conversation then leads to. You know, you know, people that want to wring their hands about how the end, end of these games have came, you know, and all these close losses, the eight of them, then what are we saying? That Eber isn't good enough as a coach? Luke Getze isn't good enough as a play caller? Justin Fields isn't clutching the in the Crucial moments, I'm not ready to make any of those determinations yet. And I am just grateful for the development that's happening. I said that at the beginning of the year. Keep your expectations low for a win-loss perspective and keep your expectations for development high. Matt Eberflus is developing a defense that, you know, with whatever players are still going to be here. I loved what I saw from Eddie Jackson before he got hurt this season. You know, I think they have a really good secondary Jack Sanborn comes in for Roquan Smith, and he's looked really, really good. Sand God. Sand God. Sand God. You know, the rest of them, they're going to get replaced. Justin Jones might be the only guy on that defensive line that's here next year, and he might be a backup. Armand Watts. You know, I don't know. Armand Watts, sure. Then after that, yeah. You know, I, I just Luke Getzey has developed Justin Fields into a dynamic quarterback. Justin gets most of the credit, but I'm going to give Luke Getzey some of that credit as well. You know, and Justin Fields, that was all I worried about. If he develops into a franchise quarterback and now he's becoming a superstar quarterback, I was going to be happy with how this season has is has gone. By the if way, that was the result. And we've gotten it, and I'm not coming off of it. We're going
3: to go out to Soldier Field at some point here, but by the way, uh, as far as Fields goes, he says he felt kind of slow on his 50-yard touchdown run. <laughs> that's amazing. That's, uh, that's a Moriano tweet right now. So, I actually... Felt like he did look for him, for him, for him, let that register for him. Sorry, him. For him. Uh, H1M. Yeah, so. Uh,
1: I'm going to break in again because uh, we got a fifth. <laughs> super chat from Double D. He says, at least the second Watson TD helped pay for this super chat. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, wishing we still had the money badger at kicker. Bet those four points would have let Justin breathe. Mm. Didn't I
0: see the money manager <laughs> miss a kick on uh, Thanksgiving? That was kind of important. Or
1: am I just making that?
3: Bring off? back Badgley. Should we get it? Should we make a T-shirt? Um, no, no, I don't think so.
1: But thank you for the super chat, Double D. Badgley,
2: is it Badgley? Badgley, Michael Badgley, Michael Badgley. I think
1: yeah. that's what I did. I not say that. I think so. Uh, I you know. said Badgley. I, th- I,
4: I
3: thought it was Badgley.
1: Um, I wasn't sure.
0: Actually, this is giving me my opportunity to have a comment on the kicker.
1: Here's uh, this week's comment on the kicker.
0: Comment. on Kicker, um, Cairo Santos is definitely in a slump. I've actually been saying this now for a couple of weeks. It was like kind of a small slump. Now it's definitely veered into kind of a problem. Please be careful before you start tweeting things or saying things like the Bears need a new kicker. This is exactly what happened with Robbie Gold. He went through like a tiny little slump. That veered into okay. Is this kind of a problem? Maybe it is. Maybe that, and then they cut him. And then you had four straight years of not having a kicker. It could be a lot worse. And all kickers go through little slumps, except for like Justin Tucker. It'll be all right. And what is don't this? freak out about it? It's not good. It's not helping. Well, it is kind of helping the tanking thing. Um,
2: and, but what, I is wouldn't the, and be, what is the slump? He's missed some extra points. Four, four of them, I think, on four. the year.
1: That's not good. That first field goal did not okay, look good.
2: But, but the field goal miss, wasn't it blocked?
3: Tipped, yes. You know? It was a low kick, though. But it's, it was It was exactly. a low
0: kick. Um, His I think kick. that extra point he missed today, he was trying to play the win. I guarantee you he's going to say I thought the win would – because if you looked at how he was, he was kicking to the south end zone – then he's doing the opposite, the north. I think he thought the ball would take it more, and it just didn't. That sometimes happens. Not easy kicking conditions, um, but he had the kick out of bounds against the Lions. He had the mixed extra point against the Lions. It's a slump. It's definitely a little bit of a slump.
3: We all know, as I've said before, what a good kick looks like. And he is not splitting the uprights like straight down the middle where you, do, he's got some. Yeah, wee- that, that first field goal that went in was. Yeah, it was like- odd. Ugly. It, it was. No, uh, it was. was now the, the yeah. wind was windy as crazy. The wind was straight crazy today.
2: It, we can attest at the tailgate. But,
3: but
0: just, just, just all my all I'm saying is cool down on like the We need a new kicker. Enough of Cairo. <laughs> well, like. we're,
3: we're gonna get to see him kick in this weather all month because the Bears aren't going anywhere.
0: That's right. What a weird schedule to have four out of your last five games at home,
1: especially when you're in a cold weather city and you don't what have a nice.
0: If they were good. Especially when you're, you know, run nice me a company trying to have these tailgates <laughs> well, outside. What is
3: DVOA saying how many wins the Bears should have? Let me just... Oh. Can you can you, can you, I got you? that you? I up?
0: got you on that. They'll say four. How many I, they I, should It's got to be at least five. It's got to be at least five. I don't know about that. Someone's going to have to keep talking. While I'll, I'll keep up.
3: talking. Games they could have won. Greg's go on one they, of they, your uh, eight-minute rants <laughs> right now. G- game, <laughs> games they could have won. Giants... Minnesota, Washington, Miami, Detroit—that's five. Atlanta, six. Green Bay, seven. That's seven. It's got to be at least five. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Five. I'm gonna uh, guess it's five point three. Give me a five point three. Yeah. Why am I not seeing? Learning and tanking, tanking and learning. Uh, Sanborn. I'll keep. I'll just keep talking. Sanborn. Again, fantastic! All over the field, that dude is legit. Let's we can get some super chats while I'm we're doing exci- this too.
2: And I'm excited to hear um, Adams. Okay, go ahead. I'm Your excited.
0: estimated wins. This is not including today's because it hasn't been updated today. Not including today. Okay, three point nine. So it was up to four before you count today. So I guarantee you that'll go over four.
3: So it said like a four three.
0: Sure basically yeah, Justin, Justin Fields 40-time. Zing.
3: Okay. Yeah. We um, should have at least four wins, damn it, not three.
0: The Duke, the jackhammer, it's a freaking steal. Hashtag go Badgers. Hashtag Luke Fickle's God. Hashtag keep Jimmy. Hashtag,
3: hashtag thanks, Duke. Hashtag.
0: Hashtag, uh... Shout-out Loyola
3: slash DePaul and that college basketball atmosphere yesterday since we mentioned colleges for a second. That was unbelievable. I just want a th- little shout-out to the Rambler and their fans. Wow. That's a good job. All right, back to the Super Chat. Who do we got here?
0: Yeah, Lawrence, let's uh, – Oh, you
3: want to knock they out They out look some like of these? they're piling up. Let's, uh, let's fire through some of these. They definitely
1: are. Thanks, everyone, for these. Uh, let's go to Max Wilson. What up, Max? $20 Super Chat. That's huge. Uh, bears are learning and incomplete. Coaches, too. We shine at times, stink at others. The polish slash experience to win the close games they've lost isn't there, and it shouldn't be yet. The moves they make this offseason are, all caps, huge. Huge. Great super chat, Max. Uh, Leaning in on yet. What
3: was the... Oh, that's uh, – anybody. if anybody but, knows the movie High Fidelity, yet was used oh, brilliantly in there. Love that But, but
0: that's fair. That's also fair. That's it is. Fair, it the, is. But this is also why, like, I want Matt Eberflus to go through moments like this. I want him to, you know f- – but you also want to see them figure it out, too, at some point. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, you want to see them f- put it year. all together <laughs> next, year. next yeah. year.
2: Yeah, I mean, this kind I, of a game you'll learn a lot more from than the Jets – You know, you know, game where you have nothing to take from very much in a sloppy rain fest with no Justin Fields and no close game at the end where you fall into these situational moments where there's success or failure. I
3: I just want to see him score a touchdown in the fourth quarter to take the lead on with under two minutes to go. And I don't care what the defense does at that point.
1: That's what I want to see. Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that. Go ahead,
1: Michael Washington, 1999. Uh, can we just stop with the bad interception? But we want him to throw more with anticipation. This is obviously about fields. Uh, this is part of the development. His contribution to the offense is immense. He will learn and be better. Agreed.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta see the all 22 on the both interceptions, but especially the first one. The way the the ball got there way late compared to. When EQ turned around. Came
2: out of his break, yeah. Which,
0: it's easy then to be like, well, he must not have thrown that ball with anticipation because that ball should be on him as he's turning around. But then you saw the other angle and you're like, well, it kind of does look like he got rid of that on time. Was it just a terrible route? I got to see the whole thing before I make a judgment on it. Mark Schlereth, who knows what he's
3: talking about, called out the route on the broadcast. Yeah, And I tend to to lean with him. Here's the
0: thing. My guess is it's going to end up being both. I think it's going to be not a great route. Also, tick quicker on the throw. Well, then we'll and maybe ha- don't throw to EQ against Jair Alexander. How about that?
3: To was wide open. Uh, That's another thing I want to see. Was he really wide open? Looked pretty open. We'll have uh, Nicholas Moriano coming on from Soldier Field along with Wildwood. But uh, Nick was at the field's press conference, so it'll be interesting what was what he had to say about the interception. I'm looking forward to that.
1: What else we got here? John Davis, $10 Super Chat. Gatsy should be ashamed of that second-half play call. Justin is cooking, and then they stop throwing. The first INT was an anticipation throw, which we've been asking for, with a terrible route in my opinion. So that's sort of based on that.
3: I tend to agree with John. Absolutely. Mm. Thank you, John. You the man, brother. Consistent as hell. Love you.
1: And here's another one. This one's from Alex. Uh, he says, "Getsy was shambolic today, which is one of my favorite <laughs> European words. That's a great soccer term. He was shambolic. Uh, too many called runs. Fields kept bailing him out and honestly does so almost every week. There is a lot of that. First down run, second down run, third down, Justin save us. I thought
3: it was a little bit less today, but it, it reared its second half head.
1: Good call, Alex. Good call. Walt Riniak, White Sox. Yeah, nice call. Uh, this is Zach Watts, uh, $5. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the differing opinions here. I wonder if similar conversations are happening at Hallis Hall. Justin Fields was scrambling to pass today. Hashtag bear down. Zach, yeah. one, of the,
3: one of the conversations we had that was where we all agreed was one of Fields' scrambles where he got right up to the line of scrimmage, stopped himself, and floated one to comet down the left sideline. That was awesome. Great play. That was, that was a good play. That great gr-
2: development of our quarterback. Right in all of our and faces. Great development by Justin himself to not just take the easy yards. Stop. Keep yourself healthy.
3: Stopped in control. Look downfield. This dude's wide open. Way to go, QB1. He's good. He's good. I like him. He had a time lot.
2: to throw there too, because he was able to step up. Cause that's one thing I'm excited to hear from your grades. With Alex Leatherwood getting some playing time today. Yeah, we should you talk know, about that. Um, yeah, that's, and I've seen some people bring him up in the chat. That's another thing to look forward to here these last four weeks. Can Alex Leatherwood become someone that may be your future here next year? Because then you could potentially check some more boxes that need to be checked before we get to the offseason. I'm not saying he's a complete answer, but maybe you can find somebody that in Alex Leatherwood that is somebody you can go forward with. And then you have him. Possibly Tevin Jenkins, as long as that whole relationship is mended, and Braxton Jones. I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself after only playing one game, but it was nice to see him out there today.
0: Answers versus questions. Would love that to turn into an answer. Alex Leatherwood. Uh,
1: Speaking of uh, things turning, how about this from uh, Mark Gauthier? What's up, Mark? Uh, Isn't that guy like a YouTuber? uh, I know Gauthier is that singer, right? Yeah. Something. Anyways, uh, the, the worm is turning, he says. We have a less talented team, have been in almost every game. Polls will turn the number two pick into one day one pick and nine day two picks. <laughs> nine okay. day two picks. Let's
2: pick. go. Ball. There you go, Gauthier Could be Gartier, too. Could be a
1: Gauthier.
3: the GOAT. Okay. Uh, well, that's to uh, comment earlier in the chat, too, as to, it's not just one player with the two pick. It gives them an option to get multiple picks. Of
2: a, a hall,
3: A nice salad That's every, the dream.
2: It's going to solve That's everything. The best case scenario to is it could solve a lot of problems if we get a hall there, Adam Hogue. Yeah. All right? It could. We could still we could re-enter ourselves into the Marvin Harrison Junior sweepstakes for the next year going forward, and add a second round pick. That's how big the haul could get. That's our best case scenario. At two, And our worst case scenario, at two is our pick of Anderson or Jalen Carter. That's a pretty good worst case scenario.
3: Anderson. Anderson whatever Anderson just saying Skaronsky. I'll take
2: that as my worst case scenario
3: S- trade down Skaransky
2: and people are like oh well Aaron Donald win 14 you can get a, a great player later in the draft well then you're depending on 13 other teams incompetence and you assessing the correct player at 14 at two all you have to depend on is yourself you don't have to worry about what the rest of the league does before you it you know I it's logic that's it.
0: Next,
1: yes, you'd rather <laughs> pick second than pick thirteenth. Uh, I Justin agree. Justin Frost just brought this one in. Uh, he says, oh looks like EQ came out of his route very lazy. Maybe increased snaps got his legs tired." Ha!
3: I don't know if it was lazy would be the word, but
1: well, he's not a quick twitch guy.
0: I think that's where you got to look at your matchups. I'm s- like, I, 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 I've sat here a lot this season, and been like, EQ has been a pleasant surprise. He's done more than I thought. He's a very good blocker. If he's lined up against Jair Alexander. Alexander,
2: (laughs) Their uh, best corner. On a key down, like, (laughs) let's look somewhere else, guys, okay?
1: Please. He's a fine sixth wide receiver on your depth chart. The Bears have a lot of those. Uh, This is from Knight 6776, $10 Super Chat. He says, with all those INTs, why couldn't our cornerbacks do that to the wide receivers of the Packers? They are not as good? Ex- question mark and then four exclamation points.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, I think.
2: I thought the secondary deserves a lot of credit. I mean, they have Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker out, Kyler Gordon out. You know, you got backups in there, Jalen Jones, you got Josh Blackwell, and they were competing.
1: They were Falling playing, out, Josh and they, Blackwell. And they,
2: and they also have to cover these guys for 38 seconds while the pass rush plays patty cake. And has no chance at getting it, Aaron Rodgers, who's going to the Hall of Fame while he sits back in that pocket and just figures out who yeah. he's going to throw to while he had a terrible day, too. At that it's
3: 38 seconds, 46 seconds, three minutes. It was a long time. My favorite
2: part of the game was when you were like, do you think
0: they would, if Aaron Rodgers never threw the ball, how long would it take them to actually get him down?
1: <laughs> it
3: reminded me of like, for me like seventh grade after school sports. Danny Anderson back there, flag football. You can never touch him. You couldn't.
1: He you just, just run around forever. He just run around forever, and then, then
3: fire a touchdown pass to whoever. It, it, it really got me thinking. Though, Steve Brodsky.
0: If Aaron Rodgers never threw the ball and just kept running around and running around and running yeah. around. Not even
2: running, what? just standing behind the pocket and just waiting. Would they ever touch him before they all just fell down? No, no, Yeah, they would all have to take a breather collectively. Had a picnic. Yeah. They would try for 22 seconds to get to the quarterback. Then they would have to take a breather, take a knee collectively, and try again while the clock was still running. Rodgers sits down, stokes up a fire, takes some ayahuasca.
3: One big day Ayahuasca. ayahuasca. Big Dave was in there watching the game with us, Bulls Sacramento coming up tonight. It was like he was – I mean, did did we touch Aaron Rodgers today other than a shake hand off the field after he saluted the Bears fans, nope. which was nauseating? I mean, that jersey, if I'm the Packers' equipment person, I'm like, yeah, you know, I think I'm going to save the world here and not put that one through the washing machine because, you know what? that thing's clean as hell.
0: It probably doesn't even
1: smell because it was so cold and he wasn't right. running around you, that you, much. You don't, need, you don't just... need to wash that thing. Yeah, it probably smells like Aaron Rodgers. That stinks.
3: Yeah, but he's got all the, he's got such good natural oils and and lovely cuisine that's emanating through his Aaron Rodgers uh, skin that it probably I don't think it needs to be washed. The cuisine is coming through his skin. Cuisine, yes. that's what right. you eat cuisine, matters.
1: Lean cuisine.
3: Don't
0: you know that, Adam Hogue? Uh, there were no cute. <laughs> there were no zero quarterback hits. So no, they did not. They did not. Is touch
3: that him. is that good?
2: Yeah, no sacks today for Justin Fields.
3: He got hit a lot. You want to go out to Soldier Field? I think we yeah, should go I out do. to Soldier uh, Field.
0: Fields got hit twice. At he least, got, but At least quarterback that, hits.
3: He got hit more than that.
0: And there was that one time I was screaming for him to go down, go down, go down, go down, go down, and he did.
3: He There was some... There was He took some shots. All right, let's go
0: out to Will DeWitt. He's at Soldier Field right now. He was in the press conferences with Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields. Will, where should we start? What, uh, what do you want to
4: address first from those press conferences? A really good question, Adam. First of all, hope you guys are doing well as the Tankathon continues here in Chicago. I think the very first thing I wanted just to just kind of bring up was just Shared accountability for that first interception uh, that we saw from Justin Fields here in the fourth quarter uh, when he was targeting EQ, and then, of course, Jair Alexander came away with the interception. Uh, Matt Eberflus came into the, the room first and mentioned that ideally the quarterback does make some better breaks. on. I mean, sorry, the receiver makes some better breaks in the ball there uh, and talked about that. There we go. The AirPods of mine were connecting and disconnecting. I don't know if that was Nick or not, but uh, I will digress there. But anyhow, uh, so Ibra mentioned how he wished the receiver would have made a better break on the ball. That's a good throw by Justin Field. Uh, it's one of those let it rip kind of throws, those trust kind of throws. Uh, and, but the only thing that he didn't like was the end result. And then uh, a little bit later when Justin came into the room, he echoed the same sentiments when they asked him what went wrong on that throw, kind of walk us through it. And he just said, ideally, my wide receiver there would fight back to the football just a little bit stronger. So I thought both Floose and Justin Fields being on the same page, both of them holding EQ to a little bit of a higher standard there, uh, kind of rang a bell to me. I haven't really heard that. Everyone's been very dismissive most of the year to kind of place blame. Uh, and this one just was a little bit different.
2: Wait,
3: let me just make sure I heard you. Did did Fields say ideally my receiver comes back to the ball quicker? Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Well, at some point you got to tell the truth, right, Will? Because if he comes in there and goes that one's on me, that, then we're all sitting here saying how this is uh, that was on Fields when it's not. That's, and you got to be honest at some point.
3: Did that? Did you raise your eyebrows on that one? Like, oh my, he just kind of Not kind of. He just called out a teammate.
4: I raised my eyebrows like, oh, damn, he just took an extra step as being a leader of this football team. You have to hold your guys to a certain level of accountability, and it seemed like a play that I think both Ibraflus and Fields expected to be a completion or at least an incompletion if EQ made a stronger play on that ball, and both seemed disgruntled by uh, the fact of how it all kind of played out. So I think my eyebrows raised not out of a concern about what came out of, like, Fields' mouth, but really just more of an appreciation to kind of hear what Bragg just said, which is, like, the damn truth. Like, sometimes you have to hear it. You can't just let it fall flat and just kind of, like, dismiss it every single week. And that was one of them that I was, like, kind of glad to hear it because that's what I thought I saw. But just them kind of echoing those sentiments and kind of backing each other up independently uh, rang a lot of, like, positive bells for me. Well,
0: how did uh, the shoulder hold up for Fields? Did he have anything to say about that?
4: Yeah, he said it held up fine. Uh, The only one was uh, when he went to push Kenny Clark on one of the runs uh, in the end zone earlier in the game. He said that one kind of aggravated a bit, uh, but by and large, he's feeling pretty good here after the game. He did not take a pain injection shot. Uh, He did mention that in the press or two. He went out there, you know, all natural, if you must say. But, yeah, he said he's feeling pretty good. He messed up his he said his hand got banged up either the end of the second or early in the third quarter. He couldn't remember correctly, uh, but he did say that was like a newer development. But overall, he's feeling pretty fine heading into the bye week. Throwing hand or other hand? He, you know, that's a good question. No one specified that one. So I don't know. He just said his hand, but he did not say throwing or not. Did anybody
3: ask Eberflus about the timeout with under two minutes to go when they got a first down?
4: They did. So uh, he mentioned, so you're talking about the one in the second half, not the one in the first half when uh, yeah. Green Bay had the ball and he let them kind of resettle I and get those both. points. Uh,
3: I, I I was talking about the second half one, but we can cover both. But I, I just thought <laughs> that they got a first down. They had three timeouts left. They were going to have to score and then get an onside kick, which obviously was unlikely. But you needed all three timeouts if you didn't recover that onside kick and he and he burned one where I didn't think he had to.
4: Yep, I was actually telling Nick the same exact thing when we were watching this game. Like, there goes your chances. Like, if you don't get the onside kick, like, you're not going to be able to stop the clock now. And that's kind of the end of the game. No one asked about that one. Uh, I guess the bigger one in people's minds were uh, the one in the first half and uh, right before halftime when Green Bay was kind of driving. And they came out with their field goal unit, and then he called a timeout. Uh, and then they came back out. Green Bay did with their offense and ended up scoring seven points on, on that drive. So he mentioned in that one specifically while we were asking where on this point, uh, was that he just wanted his defense to have his time to like assess, and he wanted Green Bay to kind of force their hand a bit. Uh, I didn't really understand that answer. Still don't after about fifteen minutes to think about it. Uh, but that was what he told us here after the game.
2: Nick, you know we or Will, <laughs> Will, we were talking about <laughs> put a dollar in the jar. Will. We were talking That's a little 20 bit about bucks, dude. 20 bucks, whatever. <laughs> I owe you. Alex Leatherwood got to see the field today. You know, I, I I think a lot of fans have been calling for that. You know, what did you think of his day or did you hear anything, you know, in the locker room and press conferences from that?
4: Yeah, a little bit of both. So, uh, first of all, when I saw Alex Leatherwood out there playing, I thought he looked very good uh, in the role of right tackle. He wasn't out there a ton, but in the drive or two that, that he was out there, I thought he really looked the part. Uh, and I was—I think I tweeted it out. Like you know, the Bears have really played the long game here with them, kind of just keeping them, you know, under wraps. And but I thought his Bears debut looked really good. And when asked about why he was out there, did Reef get re-aggravated with his injury or anything? It was a planned rotation. Uh, Leatherwood had a quote, good week of practice. And just due to that good week, they wanted to get him out there in the field and give him some reps. And uh, the coaches were pleased with what what they saw too. And it sounded like it was something they're open with, kind of like going forward, a continuing rotation. Obviously, we know the Bears aren't shy of doing anything like that. We saw it early in the year. So maybe to close the season with a similar rotation, but instead of right guard, it's right tackle. Honestly, I'm for it. I I want the Bears to see what they have in Alex Leatherwood. You went out there and you got him for a reason. We know what we got out of Reef, which is serviceable, but Leatherwood could be a long-term answer at right tackle, uh, but you have to see what you have first. So that's why he was out there. A good week of practice, and the coaches wanted to give him some reps, uh, and it wasn't due to an injury uh, to Reef, which honestly, when I was sitting up here, I thought may have happened. like It was like uh, a little nick of what he was kind of dealing with throughout the week, Uh, but it was a planned rotation, which caught me a little bit by surprise. Did anybody
3: ask either Fields and or Floose Will about the third and five call where Getsy chose to run it? Uh, didn't work out. A lot of action on Twitter and everywhere. Really wondering mm-hmm. what the hell the Bears were doing at that point.
4: Yeah, you you just get coach speak. Uh, on both of them, when asked about it, just uh, we have to execute better as an offense. That that was the play that was called, and we just need to be better up front to paving a way for the running back. I think Fields mentioned uh, that the back didn't have the right like angle to the hole. Like he hit the right hole, but he needed to hit it like a little bit harder uh, to execute. Uh, but still, he didn't get a lot of like gripe about the play call specifically.
0: Um, probably means it wasn't a great call. I, I, that's it. Otherwise, I think Fields – because, Will, the only thing I wanted to maybe give him the benefit of the doubt until we learn more was there are certain situations where you might check to a run at the line of scrimmage. We've seen that earlier this season. So I just wanted to be careful before we blew up Getze for that call that maybe that's what happened. But I think Fields would have offered that up probably in that moment in his press conference had that been the case. doesn't sound like he did. Will, what was the – what was this, the mood? It's another loss to the Packers – they, they they got outscored twenty five to three down the stretch. What was it like after the game going into this bye week? Uh oh. Will,
4: Will you still got us? I think I caught most of that and if I'm cutting out, please just mute me and stop me on your end. The Wi I see, yeah, I see the Wi Fi is getting a little finicky over here. Nick, we can hear you. Uh, but if you guys can hear me okay still, uh, the mood was weirdly n- like neutral slash kind of positive. The guys were kind of goofing off, hooping, hollering a little bit in there, and I thought that was odd considering, like you just said, Adam, like it's a loss to the Packers, the degree in which they kind of let this game slip through the cracks. I, I didn't like it personally as a fan uh, of this team to kind of – hear that and feel that I've been in the locker room a few times this year and I've been in it when it's much more somber uh, where you can hit that hear that pin drop where guys are just kind of like just individual to themselves and just kind of like you can tell like focus and reined in and just upset but it wasn't really like that today and I, I don't know exactly why that was the case I wasn't in there too long but while I was in there that was kind of the vibe which wasn't like super defeated and more just kind of like eh, like we're moving on to the next one and Maybe they're just excited that the bye week's coming up. I couldn't That's tell you. That's what I was
2: going to say. Are they, you know, so, you know, been through this grind of a year and they get a week off. I mean, we
3: might have to bring back Matt Nagy to really get the players to care uh, even more. That's in the yeah, that's, that's in the chat. It, that, that's yeah, inter- That's, that's exactly what it is, though, right? You're you're in the bye week, and I'm gonna
0: I am going to stop you and help you out for the people that are listening to the podcast. Do a better job of explaining why you just said that, okay? Because people listening to the podcast think you were being serious about that yeah. Matt Nagy comment. So
3: we have Matt Nagy in the chat, and he's and, and Nagy in the chat is saying the players don't even care anymore. So I am I am facetiously agreeing with with, with <laughs> <Damn> Matt Nagy <laughs> in the chat. Thank you for for reminding just me. Just
0: saving you because all the people listening to the cars tonight or tomorrow morning are like, wait, what did he say about Matt Nagy? Yeah, no.
3: The people listening
2: to this on two-and-a-half speed forward are going to rewind back. Our our Matt Nagy chatter, whoever
3: the hell he and or she is, is doing a great job. I'm not – well – I think that's that's partly that that good locker room vibe. It, that's a lot of what's come down from Fluce all season long. Will I mean he's he's been he's always tried to po- focus on, on the positives to you know knowing that they're climbing uphill with the, the level of talent, and all the dead cap space, and just trying to grow and 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 playing for the future and all of that. So I'm sure he probably gave a. Fairly robust, positive uh, post-game speech, and these dudes know they got a bunch of time
4: off, and we'll come back, and uh, hey, we were close. Man, this, this Wi-Fi is being really tricky, guys.
0: All right, well, it's all good. Will, Will, thank you so much. Really good insight yep. um, from the press conferences. We appreciate you. It was good seeing you at the tailgate this morning as well. Uh, safe travels and appreciate everything. Make sure you check in at Will, all Will stuff out at allchgo.com. There he is, Will DeWitt.
3: Don't you agree, though, with that? That the, the, the flooce is... Positive fluce.
0: I like flooce. I, th- I like what he's done overall as the CEO-type coach. Mm-hmm. The culture... I agree. ...that's been built. I do think there's a lot to be said for during the week when we are in that locker room, and I like getting that midweek kind of feel where the team's at. I mean, this last week could have been Devastating. They lost a big leader on both sides of the ball with Eddie Jackson and, and Darnell Mooney and yet there was still kind of this I don't want to mischaracterize like it's an upbeat vibe but not in like a we don't care kind of way it's just like going about their business very professional. Um I agree. It, that's it how they are. It sounds like they're still practicing the same way and and, and I think that that's That does set a good, positive foundation for the culture going forward. I am optimistic about that. I still have questions about sometimes the coaching in-game, you know, when this stuff's going on late in games, like the timeouts we brought up. There's a timeout in the second quarter. There's a timeout in the fourth quarter. There's a quarterback sneak earlier in the game that is incredibly questionable considering your quarterback has a shoulder issue. There's the third and five play call. Yep where they are just in essentially one play call. I thought in general they were too conservative yep. in the second half. And, is, and and that can sometimes come down from the head coach. Like yeah. hey, what's the approach we want to be taking here? Like let's be careful. Let's right. you know, it, a the lot play of play calling
2: at the end against the Falcons, you know, that goes on Getze. but Iberflus also the buck stops him with him in a situation like that. The timeouts against the Lions, I believe at the end weren't good. I thought his timeout handling was better at the end of the Falcons game. Play calling at the end of the Commanders game. I didn't love the half-field read to Darnell Mooney. I mean, it, Darnell could have easily came down with it, but I'd, I'd prefer not a half-field read in a situation like that. The fourth and two against the Giants earlier in the year. I didn't like the punting there. That's a Getze decision, but it's more so an Eberflus decision for punting there. So there's been more than a few, whether you want to call play calling or timeouts, that you can have questions to.
3: I, I think that, Coach Eberflus, Coach Floos, Floos my guy. I think he has confirmed throughout this entire season that he is exactly what we thought he was, which is a high floor, solid not going to embarrass you down the middle, coachy coach, and I've yet to see any like real genius that was really really strategic, wow, our head coach is awesome moments this year.
2: Yeah, Now I will say one...
3: and Maybe I'm missing something. Oh,
2: coaching Bill Belichick in yeah. New England was that, pretty damn impressive.
3: That was.
2: And if, that was the first game that they I, busted the QB-designed runs out. That, I, was, that, that was
0: something I wanted to ring up, like the ability to adjust. I I think we've maybe not seen enough of that within games, although there have been times of that, but I, I think especially... Coming out of that mini buy, going into a game against Bill Belichick and completely out-coaching the Patriots, although we've come to learn, I think, on that offensive side of the ball with Matt Patricia running that whole deal over there that maybe it's not And that they had impressive. a bad
2: quarterback situation going yeah. that, at uh, that time. And it was almost
3: like, I don't know, Belichick just like was... Just in love with Flus that day and it didn't even want to go hard at him. It was Belichick
0: loved the whole roster? Yeah. The they Monday d- rants about They didn't have an did answer
2: for the QB design mean, Every go player on the roster? Adam, to your point about adjustments, too, I mean, remember it, early in the season, the first six, seven games, the Bears had only given up like one touchdown on defense in the second half and we kept calling it the adjustments that they were making. We were questioning their game plan going into games. But they were always seeming to adjust and play better defensively in the second half of games. That's fallen apart now that you've lost Robert Quinn, you've lost Roquan Smith, and now you've and Jalen Johnson's been hurt a few games here in this second half of or portion of this season. Now Eddie Jackson's out, so I think the adjustments become much harder when you don't have the horses.
0: All right, um, let's get to a couple things. Nick's going to be joining us soon. Uh, first, got to tell you about our friends at FOCO, which uh, they were huge at the tailgate today. We had their stuff all over the place. Got FOCO. The, the, uh, Santa hat here. I'm bringing, one, I'm bringing one of these home That's for James. That's a FOCO
2: hat? It is from FOCO. It's a
0: FOCO hat. You got your uh, giant hoodie. The QR code is on your screen. If you're watching on YouTube, scan that. You can get all uh, access to all of their um, football stuff. On the Bears
1: gear, yeah. It goes right to the Bears stuff.
0: Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north or south side. Hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Oh, we can't see the stocking anymore. You're blocking it, Carm. Carm, shift left or Blocking right. the stocking. Not good enough. Try the other way. Yeah, there you go. Eh, we got to move the stocking. We'll work on All that. Right. There's a bear stocking back there, we promise. It's from Foco. Get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Oh, did we feel that this morning. Foco! Check out Foco.com or click the link in the description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Foco! Um, All right yeah okay so
3: one comment from justin fields from our guy kevin Fishbane. quote i think this was one of my best games passing wise the stats are going to show that but i felt really comfortable in the passing game that makes me feel kind of googly all over all right game time is the hottest new ticketing site makes it easier than ever to score the best deals do tickets for sports concerts shows game time we love you and of course you should be downloading the game time app which has been done by 15 million plus people want to go see the Chicago Bulls play on Wednesday night with the Washington Wizards. Bulls play today. Wizards, yes. Bulls at Kings tonight. I think big, that's why big, big Dave yeah. and Peck and I mean he likes us, but Will, I know. Will and
0: so I thought you wanted to hang out with me. Yeah, that's all.
3: You can get if you went on right now to see the Bulls and Wiz on. Wednesday night, forty-three bucks gets you into the United Center for, for Bulls basketball by using the game time app. That's up top. But you want to sit, you know, courtside? You can do that too. Fifty-yard line for any of the remaining Bears games. They got you covered. Uh, join those fifteen million people. And by the way, if you love CHGO, the best way to support us: buy your tickets using the link in the YouTube and/or podcast description. Bears game time game time app.
0: And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Like, you you know, when it was 19 to 10, Bears, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, I know how these games have gone all season, and the Packers are plus 275 to win on the money line. Yeah, let's jump on those DraftKings real quick. I hate you with that. At a nice $10 free bet from yesterday, I think, for getting the USA game wrong or something like that. They're like, here's a free bet. Sorry about that. Love free bets. Free bet, took it, flip it, Packers money line, boom. Right now new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and they'll get $150 in free bets. Like I said, free bets. If they do, check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more the more legs you add The bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code CHGO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I love DraftKings. love
3: DraftKings. Shout out to David Carmen in the chat. That dude knows what he's talking about. Good bloodlines.
0: And we got to do our DraftKings king (laughs) of the game. I'm sorry, Dave. King of the game. His name is Cole Komet. I said it should be Justin Fields, though, but and good I game
2: for wanted Cole Komet. Jo- me and Mark wanted Josh Blackwell. Uh, Mark's
3: uh, the one who uh, picked yeah, Cole right, Komet. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you guys wouldn't let me pick Blackwell, which was <laughs> disappointing. I thought Blackwell was so great down. today. He It
0: should have been Fields. Good game for Cole Komet, though. Yeah. Should have uh, started with Fields, him, guys. guys.
3: We we you, sure you could have given it to Justin Fields, but he threw two interceptions in the fourth quarter, and albeit now now he that is interesting that he is calling out EQ for not running the route. I correctly. agree with Will on
0: it, man. It's not, he's not calling him out. What is he?
2: He's calling what. People want explanation right. on what happened Let's on the not play. Punishes athletes and when and, they tell the truth in and the and media. If Justin Fields says that one's on me. You want a coach speak answer? Or you want the truth? Yes. You can't I handle do. the truth, Carl. How on. are we, How is Adam Hogue supposed to give expert analysis? Right. If if the quarterback himself is saying that one's on me, he can't. He's then got to rely on Justin Fields' he word, say, and no, then it no. makes. I, it makes I, an uninformed I, opinion I disagree. all because they're going to protect EQ's feelings and go into next year saying, "Okay, I knew that wasn't my fault, but next year, you know, we're going to have better receivers, so I'm not going to blame the receivers now." No. No, no. He holds the accountability just like the quarterback
3: does. All he has to say is that me and EQ have got to be
0: on the same page, a little bit better, something
3: along right. those lines.
2: Iberflus can call it for what it is, but Fields.
1: We don't shouldn't.
0: know what Fields exactly said. Will was just doing a good job reporting right, it. Wait I'll till was, you listen to the uh, quote okay, before you freak out. And, and maybe
1: Nick talked to EQ yeah. in the locker room. Who knows? Okay, let's get to Nick. But you know, you know, just to just to remember and the DraftKings king of the game was Cole Komet, who you guys just did not talk about for the last three minutes. No,
2: Cole was great. Cole was great. I mean, he's continuing to develop. And apparently that's all just on fields and not Getzy. Everyone hates Getzy now.
3: Nick. <laughs> William Kane. they pay me to overanalyze. That's why they brought me over here. Carm, come over here and overanalyze things.
0: That's not what I, no. That's, no. I understand. Nick. What is it? A little backwards head, action in the press box. I Nick, like can we? Can you hear yeah, us? Why does he always look so damn he's good? So uh,
5: good I can, I can hear you guys. I think I'm experiencing the same thing that Will was, and you can't blame my. I'm using Will's laptop. He's got an Apple. He's got a Mac, so you can't give me that crap about my technology. So See, you we're know gonna blame. What Nick just did there,
0: Nick just stood up for himself a little bit, just like Justin Fields did. You know, he was just being honest about <laughs> who was to blame in this particular. He didn't throw anybody on the bus. He's just being honest. Nick, I'm texting you my questions.
3: You can read them back. Uh, you guys go first.
5: <laughs> All right. I want to know. Well, first real before- quickly, you guys. Real quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you guys talked about EQ. He ran out of the locker room. Like, he would not wait. Didn't want to talk to anybody. So, he was one of the first people out of the locker room. Did not get a chance to talk to him. I know you guys just said, maybe, maybe I got a chance to. No. He was one of the first guys out there. And then, shortly after, we hear what Eberflus had to say what Justin Fields had to say. And I wonder, you know, again, like that was a, a big interception that happened late in the game, but he was not available in the locker room because he simply wasn't there.
1: Would you say his route running to leave the locker room was better than on that pass?
5: Great one. <laughs> Damn, he did, I can't think, hear me. Damn it. Yeah, I, I, Something I just, about the route running was like good or bad. Yeah, Lawrence wanted room, to know sorry, if the route good. running yeah. was um, better. But he was out quick. He was quick out of there.
0: All right. Let's let's reset. I would say Nick is dealing with a delay issue. Everybody needs to stop talking to him or it's not going to work. Okay, (laughs) Nick. All right. That's very interesting that EQ got out of the locker room quick. Um, I know Chase Claypool. What's the what's the uh, he was he was. That looked bad, by the way, when his leg bent in the wrong direction. What was the update on him after the game?
5: yes yeah, so he wasn't available to speak either and his right leg was wrapped in a brace and then we had um we were informed later that he's getting medical treatment and wasn't going to be available for the media because of treatment so that's where chase claypool is at it's unfortunate um that he did sustain the injury end up being a fumble but yeah his right leg was wrapped in in a brace and he was scheduled to talk but due to getting the medical treatment he wasn't available too. interesting
0: carm
3: uh, I just think it's I I, I don't want to get caught in the overanalyzing thing here again, but I think it's interesting that EQ left the locker room after a game like that where he's clearly
2: he probably has a flight booked to Maui tonight. He had to could get to the airport. He very
3: well could. That that's that's entirely possible. I but wish I did, but that that's not great. Uh, my my I, I'm wondering. Oh, I don't even know, Nick. Uh, all right,
0: all right. Fine. <laughs> Honestly, give us, what's going on with Cairo Santos? Why is he, why is he going through this
5: slump right now? What do he have to say? Yeah, so Cairo, uh, he was pretty down on himself. You could tell by how he's answering his questions. His eyes looked a little puffy when we were got a chance to talk to him, but felt like that he it just wasn't there for him on Sunday. He just wasn't able to, you know, kick the ball the way he wanted to. He said in practice he he felt good throughout the week. But what stinks for him, he said emotionally this sucks because now you go into the bye week and he doesn't have the opportunity to go right out there and kind of redeem himself for for you know the kicks that he missed today, one was obviously blocked. But he says even though you know he's missed some of these these extra points, his confidence is not being affected. But again, it goes back to emotionally because he's not able to get right back out there, has to wait another week before he can kind of prove himself. Because he knows he's been doing pretty good this season, but it's just those those extra points, you guys. It's for some for some reason he just hasn't been able to hit them. But he said the the weather conditions weren't a factor. He said pretty normal for Chicago, so just wasn't there for him today. Was uh, kind of how he put it and why he he missed the extra point, and then obviously got the the field goal blocked.
3: Life of a kicker. Okay, fine. I got something for you, Nick. Actually, uh, Alex Leatherwood. First time seeing him. How did he get uh, himself back to the field? Did you get a chance to talk to Leatherwood?
5: Yeah, Mark. So it it was a process for for Alex Leatherwood. He said he lost about 25 pounds when he got mono, and it took him about three to four weeks to regain the weight. But he still, like, the main thing he was feeling was fatigue. So he had to, you know, battle back and try to get back into playing shape. But just to put on that weight that he had lost, because he had mono and it was tough for him because he just got to a new team, got mono and then was out even for a more prolonged time. But the big thing for him now is just focusing on continuing to learn this offensive scheme and just trying to get more comfortable with the playing style that's being asked of, you know, him in this offense and what he said he liked about it so far, just working with Chris Morgan, obviously with the other offensive linemen is a physicality that, you know, this bears offensive line kind of plays with how they're running the football. So he really likes that, but, really that that mono was big in terms of impacting his immediacy and trying to get onto the field because anytime you lose 25 pounds and you're an offensive lineman trying to put on weight it's tough to do but he also was asked about well how do you know what you need to get your body ready for playing tackle is different than what you need for playing guard basically he said you just got to be prepared for for anything but he says his body and how he feels about it his confidence in himself he feels like he can play both positions but obviously we saw him at times playing the right tackle position.
2: Nick, you know, I I just assumed with Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker out that this secondary was going to get shredded by a future Hall of Fame quarterback here. But I was actually pretty impressed for most of the game. I know they ended up giving up some points, but I was pretty impressed by some of these, you know, lesser known names like Josh Blackwell, who I thought has played well in special teams all year. Uh, You know, Jalen Jones playing well. You know, were you, did you have a chance to talk to anybody from the secondary? Because I, I thought they competed today.
5: They definitely did, and we actually got a chance to, to speak to Jalen Johnson about the, the young secondary, and he said, uh, I think we did a damn good job, if you ask me, about how they played Aaron Rodgers and dealing with, you know, not having a bunch of starters like you were just mentioning, Greg, but you saw guys like Jalen Jones and Josh Blackwell, like they were – they were in sync for a lot of plays where you see Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb, you know, usually take advantage of some of those pick plays. Like they were in position for a good part of it, but he felt that the young guys handled their composure for a majority of their game. And he also felt like the leadership that Jalen Johnson displayed and also DHC was big for, you know, these young guys being able to execute uh, for a good majority of the game. And he, he said that when you're a young guy, everybody wants opportunity. Everybody wants that opportunity to play a guy like Aaron Rodgers, and he felt like for the most part they, they did a good job of capitalizing on the opportunity that they had.
0: All right. I think we're starting to lose Nick a little bit here, so I think we need to take this opportunity to say happy birthday, buddy. Happy, happy birthday, birthday
3: to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy
1: I'm still mad I lost to you on Thursday. You're the best looking media member covering the (laughs) bears.
3: (laughs) Can we do the Camp Bagamon song? The what? Camp Bagamon. Okay, thanks, Nick. Have a good day. (laughs) Hans Galeva, Hans
1: Hans Hey! Oh, my God.
3: I'll, I'll stop.
1: Boo rah, boo You know, our guy Pravin, it's, I, I, I know that Nick, I don't <laughs> think, talked to uh, Sanborn, our guy, but he was like, What, what do you think Jack Starborn said to Rodgers when he was trying to draw the Starborn. defense on that play? What do, you, what do we think he said? Thanks for the super chat. I mean,
0: I'm going to make this promise to you, Pravin. I'm going to find this out this week, okay? Because we I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. No, he,
3: he just got in Rogers face and said, "I am Sandborn. I am Sand God. You pass the torch to me right now, and 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 know that even you might you might win today, but and you might have beaten the Bears eight years in a row, or eight times in a row, four years in a row. But that's all over 25
0: now. 25
3: out of twenty nine. Uh, that's twenty five out of twenty. That's all over now. That fifty seven is on the case. See you next year, Sandborn. Okay.
0: <laughs> Feeling that it seems a little long winded for what was probably a one second comment, but.
3: How about he just said, my name is Sanborn,
0: know it, live it. He was like, do you know who Jack Sanborn is? <laughs> he might. He, he probably said, knowing Rodgers is a huge Wisconsin basketball fan, how about that win over Marquette yesterday? Could have been that. It's probably what it was. He's,
3: I'm telling you, the dude was like Sanborn, yeah. 57, live it, love it.
2: Do you get the long time?
0: All right. All right. Let's get through the Super Chats. You better have your notes ready. Let's go.
2: I got my notes.
1: Okay. All right, bear forever. <laughs> he, all caps. More Nikhil Harry, please. Hey, I'll tell you, the one yeah. thing Nikhil Harry does well
0: is catch those 50-50 balls.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm down for some more Nikhil so Harry. Take like some big more shots. targets. You know, first-round talents, big targets. Might help a quarterback.
0: Maybe. I think that was his only target today, Right. Let's go to the uh, hang on, Let's go to the offensive stats here. Let's go to the tape. We're gonna go to receiving. Cole Komet led the team with seven targets, six catches. Uh, Chase Claypool six targets, five catches. That's an uh, improvement. Still only twenty eight yards though. Way too many short throws to him. I don't really understand that. Um, Equanimee Saint Brown had four targets, three catches. Akil Harry one target, one catch, forty nine yards. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. More Nikhil Harry. High catch rate on all these targets. I like seeing that. Mm-hmm. In fact, not a single player targeted had um, more than one target that wasn't caught. Does
2: that make sense?
1: Sure.
3: Sure. Yes. Not the, a lot of incomplete. I mean, 25? he was 20 to 25. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah.
2: And so. one of those was a pick that wasn't his fault. At least one least one. I guess you could also argue a, a, a good play call. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, that
3: pick is a fifty-fifty all day. But go ahead.
0: Dirk, Bullet, two dollars. One getsy is afraid. Two shout out to Lord Fishbane.
2: Fish.
3: Lord
0: Fishbane.
3: Love the fish,
2: man. Lord Fishbane sounds like a beer.
3: Kevin Fishbane Plus. makes the world a better place. We know this.
0: By the way, our friend Austin that was in the super chats earlier and uh, was at the tailgate, won the and, Foco sweater and, and got the Foco sweater today. He was telling me that last night they went to a concert at the Aragon. What was the ba- the Rainbow Kitten
1: Surprise? I want to say was the name of the band. One of my favorite bands, Rainbow Kitten. I have heard of them. I've Is it Surprise? I want to. S- there's surprises in the name as well.
2: Okay, I don't know.
3: I actually have not heard of the Rainbow Kitten Surprise, and I want to be. I don't want Austin to think that I'm...
1: Rainbow Kitten Surprises, is their name.
2: Wow. Jamar Chase just made an incredible play. Let's jumped go. O- jumped over a guy. Oh, those top 10
1: picks. You Cody, know.
0: 499 super check. <laughs> second pick will be traded so we can acquire top, more top tier talent to win these types of games. Plug in Anderson and Derron Payne. Wide receiver and right tackle. Boom, worth it. How are you trading back and still getting Anderson? You're not. Right.
3: Rainbow Kitten Surprise is an alternative rock indie band featuring lead vocalist Ella Milo, Derek Bozzy Keller, Ethan Goodpaster. Where are they from? Jess Haney, and Charlie Holt.
1: Just give us a location.
3: The band formed in Boone, <laughs> North Carolina.
1: Boone! Ooh. Shout out App State. I Let's was going to say.
3: The mountains up there in the Let's Smokies. Go. Rainbow Kinsprice. RKS for short.
1: Jeffrey Jordan.
3: It's known for its harmonies, instrumentation, and their lyrics.
1: Been in it. They're playing in France. You want to go see them March 15th. Game time. Uh, and then we have a second Cody. This is Cody uh, Trough. When are they playing in France? Shout out to March Oh. Wrigley Field. So not next ten dollars. What happened to Pringle? Is he injured again, or don't target and play better players in tank yeah, time?
2: Today.
3: He was out there. I saw him. He, he was, was. He did there. not get a target
0: <laughs> after last. Somebody week.
3: said that he was going to be the guy that would score the first touchdown of the day.
2: Yeah, don't know who that was. Whoever that was was wrong.
3: Uh, by the way, Ray Moulton surprises at the Sylvie tonight in
0: Madison. Ooh, that's a good venue. Yep, I saw Greta Van.
1: Sylvie? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Also a nice fleet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's wrong with that? They suck. Why? They're just, uh, I don't know. They're not good. They were up
0: and coming. They were doing great. And then they had a terrible performance on Saturday Night Live that one time. And it's
1: never been the same. They're just like, they're like a, I don't know, like a parody band. What are you talking about?
3: Okay. Let's chop chop. Are we getting to Cornelius? guy?
1: Let's go to Cornelius.
3: Cornelius, Cornelius, should Iberflus hire somebody to help him manage games more for next year? Kinda like the Broncos did. Kinda like yes, Cornelius. I love that idea.
0: Okay, but kinda like the Broncos did it means kinda like you probably shouldn't be the head coach if you if that's the problem. You know, yeah.
2: I don't know anything about play calling. Which
0: by the way is not what I'm saying about Eberflus. I'm just saying if you're if you're that you're if you're down the road of the Nathaniel Hackett stuff, you're in trouble. And I don't think the Bears are in that case.
2: Listen, I know it's not breaking news to say I don't know anything about play calling. But I, I will say, you know, if you play Madden, if you just, if Eberfluss just spends three months this offseason playing Madden, he'll learn timeout management much better. Just play five minute games and just work it to death, and you will have a better timeout management than what I'm seeing currently. Because I've learned a lot from timeout management from Madden. I'm telling you, you know, that's the one thing you can learn, you know. So it, it's something he needs to work on. So maybe. Hot you know, take. hop on the sticks Hot take. And, and get your Madden going.
3: Hot take. More Madden for fluce in the offseason. You think he's ever played Madden in his life? <laughs>
1: no. I doubt it. it, it I he doubt. doesn't seem like the Madden type. Do you type. think he grew up with the Tecmo Super Bowl Tecmo. Like we have we got in the Tecmo office. here. NFL Blitz? What do you think uh, fluce's game was?
2: Yeah, and how about, speaking of timeouts, Luke Getzey called Joe a Montana timeout. I know you explained it to me, day, but yeah. I feel like I've never seen an offensive coordinator run up to an official and call a timeout like that 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 happened. In yeah, the I first mean, typically
0: half. first half, uh, you'll you would give your offense coordinator the ability to do that. It's it's not the second half; they're not as crucial. You can burn more timeouts on offensive situations where you either have the wrong formation, play clocks running down, whatever, and also what we don't know is it's very possible they were talking in the headsets and Getzey was like, can I call timeout? Can I call timeout? Can I call timeout? He probably got a yes, or he may just have the freedom to do so in the first half. Well, and I, very I, different situation in the second half. And
2: I guess I didn't realize he was allowed to. Like, anybody on the sidelines oh, yeah. can call a timeout? Like, I, I I didn't realize that any, like, does it, is it just the offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, or head coach? Or can any schmo on the sideline call a timeout and they have to... Listen to it and call it. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Uh, um, no, hey. they can. They can call. Yeah, they can.
3: Harrison Hand is not I'm allowed to player. call timeout.
0: Harrison Hand cannot call timeout. All right. Um, let's go to Carm's notes. Save that comment
3: from Ryan. So, uh, we'll fly through these today. First off, I've got Velas early in the game running routes. I was excited about that. Good to see Velas.
0: I did see him run that one route. Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh, it didn't exactly continue, but he was running routes early, liked it. But someone caught the ball underneath. Was that to Claypool? Yes. I think it was. I he think. ran
0: over the top, and then Claypool came over, and I think he got the middle. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was right then that I wrote down a quarterback sneak with three question marks. That was right after the quarterback run. Did not like that at all. Uh, the, the replays on the telecast today. Little little light there, Fox. Oh, yeah,
0: Fox has a tendency to do that. Yeah, I, don't know, just, I don't know why.
3: There there was, on, on one of the EQ with uh, that weird reverse end around, looked like he was going to throw, Fields was blocking. Yeah, they never showed that again. Yeah, it just Where's the replay? Hello? You think we can digest that play all at one time? What what are we here? Seven
0: people just touched the ball. Uh, It looked like a guy was running wide open. He probably wasn't wide open because it was probably a safety over the top. We couldn't see that, though. There was no replay and no comment on what was going on
3: there. And then at that point, uh, by the way, the Bears got a field goal on that drive, and Santos' field goal from 40 was a weird kick that went through, which was a sign of things to come. Uh, Josh Blackwell. Special teams tackle. Made the notes.
0: You were in love with Blackwell today.
3: DeAndre Houston Carson tackling Aaron Jones with that arm rip. You made the notes. Way to go. It looked like it hurt, by the way. That was a good job. Jack Sanborn, third down tackle where he just ate whoever the Packer dude was with. Just just ate his leg. We heard about Flew saying tackle low. We saw Sanborn doing it. Sand God, listening, learning, getting better. Sanborn. Um, I did not know that the Bears scored uh, on their first drive for the 10th time this year. They had that step most, most in the NFL. Opening drives, no one has scored more. Not touchdown, but just scored field goal and or touchdown. That's a good
0: thing to be happy about.
3: That's it's, it's a good job coming out. That does speak to coaching. Uh, the field's 56-yarder was insanity. Uh, that, of course, made the notes. Um, and at that point... Uh, Kevin Kate, head of content, was yelling at Greg Braggs, you better fucking enjoy this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was I was throughout this game, I was frustrated because I just want this number to pick. And I think there was I, I was almost gonna get killed in here at one no, point by a group of people here. Well, because you were literally crying. Every Adam was ready to kill me. No, Mark's no, no, giving no, no, no. me dusters. Not- Kill. Kevin was. No one's
0: killing anyone. Realistically, <laughs> firing was on the table. <laughs> that, did, that was discussed at one point, but not killing. Not locking
2: murder. me on the patio, something. I was uh, nervous.
0: It is surprising that yeah. that part hasn't happened yet and, this season. Um, the little oh yeah. Lock him out there at halftime when, when he does all the spaces? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good idea. We should just yeah. leave him out there in the third quarter. Yeah, uh,
3: Jalen Jones makes the notes. I, I underlined that I thought that he was getting better. Uh, I also learned from uh, our general manager today, Jake Flanagan, that what he likes to do is say, hey – Hey, hey! When <laughs> th- things are good, things are happening. That's what he was saying on the Fields hey, hey, Bomb. Hey. He went with the hey, hey, hey kind of like. Uh, hey, hey, um, fat and Albert. it was, it was, it was right after that Fields Bomb that we started to trash uh, uh, U.S. soccer fans. Hey, hey hey. Uh, hey, hey! Hey, hey, hey!
0: Fed Albert, uh, say, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's put the royal we in the trashing U.S. Soccer there was fans. a, there, there was, was a universal there was one to two people that were doing that, and I was not one of them.
3: You were definitely in on the, 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 the U S national team. Those who maybe you weren't, I don't know that we,
0: what I did say was I got into the world cup and then the second they lost, I didn't really care. And I was happy. The big 12 championship game was, uh,
3: I, I think that the world cup was great. And I watched none of it. Um, <laughs> <World Cup's laughs> <always great. laughs> I, 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 it, it just, it, it, it's it, also not over. It passed me by, um, Josh Blackwell, again on the notes on page two, covering Randall Cobby did a great job. Okay. That uh, Armand Watts tackle. Um, that was his one good play
0: every game he gets.
3: Yep, mm, yep, 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 yep. And I don't know why I've written down here, Fields, no life. Not sure what that because means.
2: Because you guys were critical at one point when they when they made a big play and they panned over to Fields on the sidelines. He didn't. He wasn't, like, as excited, <laughs> and I guess – Last oh week, yeah he had
3: no life to him that's he had right
2: that pan face and yeah. I guess last week he was okay. talking about a lifeless sideline yeah. trying to bring sparks so for, yeah for like, the record
0: I am I hate reading body language on the sideline what I commented on was Fox had done I think a sideline report talking about how Fields had said that he didn't like the energy on the sideline last week when he wasn't playing so he was trying to bring life to the team. And then the defense made a huge stop. They panned over to fields, and he's just standing there looking cold and grumpy. Yeah. Which he, I don't care. I'm just saying it was kind of funny because they had just done a report about his energy on the sideline, how he didn't like the energy on the sideline. And then it was like this big, exciting
2: moment, and he's just standing there. I'm like, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Rest, yeah,
2: resting bear's face, as we oh, yeah. resting resting. talked about at the beginning of the that year. That was
3: resting bear's face. Uh, wrapping up the first half, I have no man on Rodgers' touchdown pass to Christian Watson. Not sure what that means either, but I think that meant that nobody was, that Rodgers was just living the dream and could just sit do back we, there all day Do long. I have
1: to take notes while you're taking notes? So that yeah, maybe. Mean, you need to have somebody maybe. clarify your notes. Well, it was,
3: an, it was a big day today. I got notes, um, second half, the, the Packers... It didn't run on third and one. They threw another bomb. Gave the ball back to the Bears. I, they, the Green Bay tried to lose this game for a while today until they didn't. He
0: played awful.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a gift. Uh, we had a toss to Valus that made the notes here. Valus touching the football. I love Valus, apparently. Yeah, didn't
2: bobble it, at all today. <laughs> I don't
0: think... Anytime you see Vailus, you write it down. Yeah,
3: uh, Rodgers was pissed at the <laughs> sideline for that non-challenge when uh, that was a stupid non-challenge. Yeah, the Packer running back fell to the ground, got back up, uh, but we got the the spot and it helped the Bears. But uh, yeah, didn't end up mattering. Um, <laughs> then there was the third and five, uh, and we threw that ridiculous wide receiver screen to Claypool. And uh, Adam Hogue said, F off with that call. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: think that was the play. I was trying to remember because there was one play where I said, that's my least favorite call of the entire season. Yeah, you hated it. And And then that was before the third and five where they ran, which was then my new worst favorite play call of the year.
3: And, and that's when we started singing, taking and leaning, leaning and taking. The Bears will get their next year. Fields to commit on third down uh, when he was running up to the line. And the nice, sh- solid moment of maturity. We talked about that earlier. That was nice. Uh, Braggs was aware of some crazy fan in the stands uh, who was wearing the Packers stuff. Who was that?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve, the Packer fan. That- <laughs> that's at least the third
0: time this season where they panned to some crazy-dressed fan in the stands, and Braggs is like, oh, yeah, that guy's like my uncle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> say he was my uncle.
3: I know that guy. <laughs> he's like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy.
0: The guy with the cheese head and the chains and the and, jersey. He uh, was
2: also right yeah, His name's his name's Steve Tate. He's it w- the Packer fan. You always see at every Packer game, and then when they show him at Bears games, sits next to Bear Man.
1: We don't care. They're super
2: fans. Yeah. Steve Tate? Yeah, Go- he's a nice guy.
3: Will S- Gottlieb just walked fan. in. Will Lib is here getting ready for Bulls basketball, Bulls Sacramento. Let's go. Uh, thanks for coming to when the tailgate today. When the Bears today.
2: beat the Packers and won the division in 2018, he was very gracious about it, so I give Steve respect.
3: There we go. Uh, the Packer fans who came to our tailgate today were awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting there yelling Green Bay suck, and they, and they actually chimed in. They were they were doing it too. Green Bay suck.
0: Yeah. So that one time the Bears beat the Packers four years ago, he was nice about it. it he yeah. was great. That was the last time they beat the Packers.
3: Uh, Next up on the notes was, was, I bet the Packers, Adam Hogue, easiest money ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The pass to Nikhil, that's what, Hogue, that's what Nikhil does, which I thought was a little tall that there's actually.
0: No, that's what he does.
3: Nikhil does nothing. That is what what he does.
0: he catches
2: the tough catches. That's all he does. Right. An EQ. Go back. You need a, someone. Someone send Nikhil, a
0: Nikhil, Harry, Arizona State highlight tape to him. Okay, fine. Oh, yeah, he I, does. I,
3: okay, that's fine. Okay, that's what he does. I just, I just want to. I, I, I just thought it was a little <laughs> tall for Nikhil at this point, but that's fine. <laughs> it's uh, a great catch. Ball was on his helmet. The third and five handoff came with twelve twenty three left, um, and we were saying at the time, "Do you think the Packers would run there on third and five? No. No, of course. and they
0: had a third and five on the next drive, and they didn't run.
3: Yeah. And and my last two notes are great D by Sanborn, and that will wrap her up. I said nothing the rest of the game. I just stood
2: there with my mouth open at how bad that ending was. Jerk. Yeah. Yes, Greg. Uh, I I just want to, you know, the Bengals, they were 4-11 and won. The, and the one. band from the 80s? And then they the got Bengals? to the, you know, Super Bowl. Susanna Hoffs? You know, they didn't learn to win. But they developed, they found out that Joe Burrow was a great quarterback, and then they, they were in the Super Bowl the next year. They got a top 10 pick with Jamar Chase. Seemed to work out well for them. The Eagles, they were 4-11-1, and 11 and one, ironically enough, too, a couple years ago. And then since then, they made the playoffs last year, got to the wild card. This year, they're 11-1, and one, look unbeatable. Preaching to the choir, baby,
3: preaching to the choir. The Bears are winning the Super Bowl they next year.
2: up. They teams traded up to their pick they have extra first round picks they're 11 and one with a top 10 pick going into next listen, year listen Pretty we good. are
3: we are bracing ourselves for the most exciting offseason in the history of bears football that's what's coming up i can't wait but for now we go into the bye week and get ready for four more games but sure i'm with you man it's all on the table they, they could be great next year it's a zillion they things. will I gotta, be great I next think the question year. is, do they, they lose out? will be great next year. Do they lose out is a fair question, too.
0: Real quickly, before we get out of here. Today was a good loss for bit. Yeah, for I wanted that. to go through uh, some of the other games that matter for yeah. that. Just um, So the Bears still are second. Um... A Denver loss would have helped. They ended up choking again. A Denver win. Denver win. I'm sorry. A Denver win would help because they're still at yep. three wins and they couldn't get that done. Um, Come on,
3: Denver, you jerks.
0: The Rams need <laughs> a win. <laughs> yeah, jerks. Come on, DNVR. DNVR
3: one time, RK. Col- get a, get like, a victory. You
0: got Deion Sanders. Colorado's doing their Dion presser in the middle of the Broncos
2: game.
3: Come on, Colorado. What are you doing?
2: What's happening? You're That's not how much they don't care about the Broncos now.
3: That's not true. That's it is true. They, they love. Eat,
2: they they're mad at the Broncos. They yeah. might be mad, but they're they very they, mad they the love Broncos the Broncos. Now, Seahawks fourteen, Rams
0: thirteen. If you're watching with us live right now, so that's early third quarter. Well, uh, if the Rams win that one, that helps the Bears. Um, those are the other three win teams right now. So, yeah, New Orleans plays tomorrow tonight. Who's? I have no tomorrow, idea. I think. Honestly, those two games. Uh, Kurt, Jackson- I'm the
3: most positive guy going. I How
0: dare you say that I would
3: ever complain when the yeah. Bears win the Super Bowl. Bears.
0: Jacksonville got smoked today. That didn't help. Vegas, I think, is tied. The Lions, man, are playing good football.
2: Carm was going around the tailgate lot shaking hands with people saying, next year or the year after the Bears are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was actually doing
3: that. I did do that, and it was a great tailgate, and I had a lot of fun. Bears.
2: Stop saying Super Bowl. Come to our next tailgate for Bears Eagles, and let's have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs>
3: so, I just, I just, just I, I, we're doing another one. It was so cold. Yeah, can we? I just, love every single we're doing one. of you. Another one. All right, let's go. Let's go. It was. I, I had a great time. Bears can we Bears end
2: on this? Fans aren't worried about let's
3: that. End on, no what are we ending guy. on? We're
0: ending on the fact that Aaron Rodgers had a bruised rib cage, and you couldn't touch him. Couldn't touch him.
3: Couldn't touch him. Like, that's just. Didn't touch him.
0: Number one problem. Wouldn't number one him. thing that needs to be fixed immediately. Not immediately. This offseason. It's not getting fixed during the bye week.
2: They have a lot of number one things they need to have fixed. No,
0: I, I think that's the top of the list, though. You got to have a pass rush. Yep. You have a quarterback that came in with bruised ribs, and you couldn't even get a finger on him. That's not ridiculous. a finger.
1: Shout out to Mike. Out here. All right, we're Christmas out of here.
0: Follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hogue, at The Carm, at G Braggs Jr. 23.
3: Great job, everybody, today. Uh, those who came out to the tailgate, those who commented in the chat, those who show, viewed the show and hung out. We, All we, the super we, chats. We, we love every single one of you. And... Uh, Better days. Hit ahead. that like
2: button on the way out. We hit appreciate the like the everyone, everyone showing up. Yeah. We've Still got 700 yeah. people right watching now. this show live all the way through. Only 170 Please. likes. Let's get Hit the more like likes.
0: button. We'd appreciate okay. it. And uh, shout out to Ryan for the Greta Van Fleet comment. And um
3: Can I just stay here till tomorrow at noon? Fundamental thing. Sure, you could stay here. If there, you but hit, hit the leave. like
2: button, ladies and gentlemen, we will lock Carm out on the patio until tomorrow at noon.
0: The problem with this band is they sound too yeah. much like Robert Plant too much like the greatest band ever
1: <laughs> okay
0: that's okay. somehow a negative
1: makes no sense it's cuz they're not even remotely Rise original Judd they're very Bays very
3: fans. much a jed Bears fans Sure, you lost another game <laughs> to the green bay Packers. end it